Hi, this is Kate. And I'm Amy. And welcome to the Hush My Mouth podcast. Welcome to the podcast. This week, we have a special guest. My oldest daughter, Abby, is joining me. (laughs) We're going to talk about lots of things. And we'll tell you a little bit more about what that's going to be in just a second. But to get started, what's going on with you this week, honey? Hi. Well, you know what's going on in my week because I tell you everything. (laughs) (laughs) But um, this week I do journalism for my school. I'm in high school. Um, And so I'm on our newspaper. I also do like photography and podcasts and stuff. I edit this podcast as well we would need to give abby like a five page list of credits at the end of every episode but she Literally. doesn't let me do that well <laughs> i think that's extra but just <laughs> rattling them off real quick i edit this podcast i produce it i did the music at the beginning so yes. if you like the music thank you i love it um and i also run our social media so yeah i love doing this podcast with y'all but um anyway at school uh we're launching like all of our media stuff this week and so I've been finishing up like writing my article for the newspaper and getting all my photos edited and it's been really fun I love like writing and stuff that's like what I want to do so well it's been I think a good it's time so fun watching you get into this um I think what of one of your talents that you're kind of exploring a little bit more this year with this activity because you haven't done uh journalism before but it does seem like a natural fit so it's been really fun to watch Yay. What's been up with you this week? Not too much, actually. Uh, One exciting thing, which you already know about, but the listeners don't. My younger daughter, Abby's sister, is kind of graduating, may not be the right word, um, moving up (laughs) in the dance world to um, from regular ballet to point. Yay! She is on point, as they say. (laughs) So this is like a whole new world for us. I don't know anything about it. She seems to know everything about it. (laughs) She like came in with her shoes and she was like, this is this. And this is like this part of the shoe. And I'm like, I didn't know there was so many complications to point shoes. But I'm obsessed with it. She has shown me a couple of YouTube videos of dancers that she likes to watch and kind of their process for turning their point shoe into kind of a custom fit. Um, but anyway, as a mom, apparently it's my job <laughs> to figure out how to sew elastics and ribbons onto the point shoes. I think um, when Sadie gets a little bit older, she'll do it herself. But so that's really intimidating for yeah, me. Definitely. So I thought I could do it. I bought the little sewing kit. I stared at it for like five days. <laughs> she missed her first class because her shoes weren't ready. And then I just gave up and we went back to the store. (laughs) I mean, it's okay. Those, you know, like dance moms on the show, they're Mm -hmm. always like bedazzling the costumes and like sewing on like rhinestones. And they're like full-time seamstresses for these costumes. It's really intimidating. It's it's a little, well, it's more than a little intimidating. It's very much out of my comfort zone. So Mm -hmm. I will get it. I'm not going to take them back to the store every time. But this is her first pair, and I want to make sure that they're set up right and that they fit her foot right, because I know how important that is. Um, So, yeah, this week has been figuring out all things on point. Love it. So for our topic this week with Abby, we're going to be talking top fives. So we've picked a few categories, and we'll share 
what our favorites are. This is going to be a little tricky. It was really hard it coming was up with lists. really hard. Because, you, you know, different people are passionate about different things. Mm-hmm. And that'll come through, I think, in our lists. Right. Um, <laughs> some of these were easy for me to just bam, 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 knock them out. Some of them I have cheated a little bit and added some honorable mentions that's fine (laughs) because i couldn't quite get it down to just five yeah i do want to preface it with saying like this is just how i feel in this moment about these topics i feel like my opinions on a lot of these things change like based on my mood or like what kind of like season i'm in like yeah it definitely depends but this is how i feel today same for me definitely i could have very different lists um three weeks from now although <laughs> most of these are are pretty i feel pretty strongly about oh, really? so okay. we'll see how it goes I'm but excited. our first category is tv shows which i have to tell the people you don't really watch that much tv i really don't i don't know i've never been a tv person i like catching up with like news and stuff on my phone i read books i do watch movies occasionally but like tv has never been my thing unless it it has to be a really really good series that i can like binge and that's like how i watch tv but and i think it was tricky too because until recently you kind of weren't really old enough for a lot of content yeah that's out there and um so it was hard to like find things that you would even really be interested in. yeah when you're in that like tween stage it's very much like a lot of things are too young for you to be watching and they feel kind of like cringy but a lot of things you're just not ready to see yeah I'm definitely getting into that point where I can just kind of watch anything and I'm trying to find good shows so if anyone has recommendations let me know that's right and I'm trying not to be too strict like I'm kind of (gasps) that's not appropriate well I'll just like watch things (laughs) without telling you (gasps) oh no but like yeah and usually you find out and it's it's chill and it's fine yeah okay so tv shows why don't you go first and we'll kind of back and forth it I kind of was fighting for my life a little bit trying to come up with a five (laughs) I bet you were this is one that I didn't ever finish because it's on Amazon Prime and it was like free to watch with Prime and they randomly changed it to like where you had to buy it Uh. so I got to like season four or five of the show but I put Scrubs on here oh I love it very fun show my mom recommended it to me is it from like the 90s uh 90s or early 2000s I'd have to look it up sorry Zach Braff I don't know the dates (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I love that show I think it's so creative like the way it's shot and like the different ideas for it I think especially from the time it's like very much something that hadn't been done like Mm -hmm. it was really unique and I think it still is today and yeah it's really funny I love the music oh so good there's that one bare naked lady song pinch me in it yeah that's the song that I think of every time I think of that show and like fantastic I'm so glad you love it Okay, what's one of yours? <laughs> okay, so a lot of mine you're not gonna have seen. Yeah, I don't know if you'll like, have seen any of them. Crime moment. I do love a crime show, and especially a British crime show. Um, my number one is not a British show, surprisingly. Um, it's the version that I watched is an American version, but it actually originated. I want to say in like Sweden or Norway. I'm gonna get that wrong. Somebody will correct me. Um, it's The Killing, which was in the States on, on AMC. Um, this was several years ago. It's a crime, like a detective kind of um, suspense thriller. 
and it's just so well acted and the two main characters it's a man and a woman detective team that are working on this case and um, the chemistry between them is just so fun to watch they're funny it's sad you're crying it's definitely not a comedy but um the the guy character is he just has a uh a charisma that's really like sucks you in I think so it's a fantastic show um I think it's a little above your pay grade at this point (laughs) but put it on your list for a couple years from now maybe noted for sure my next one you guys have talked about on this show before so I won't get into it too much but only murders in the building fantastic love that show it's currently like it's still coming out I think I'm on episode like eight I think you're one ahead of me so no spoilers yeah I won't I won't say anything (laughs) but um yeah the performances in that show stylistically I just think it's so like genius and it's yeah I love it I won't talk about it too much because you have like basically said all my thoughts about it in the first episode (laughs) but yeah it's a great one it's a a great one okay my next one is a British um, crime drama show called Happy Valley um it is one of my favorite British actresses Sarah Lancaster I'm pretty sure is her name um is the lead in it and I won't get into the storyline because we're not here for like spoilers, but I just, it's so well written and it's interesting because it started several years ago. I want to say like the first season was like in the mid 2010s. They had two seasons that were kind of close together and then they only just recently came out with the third season, which was like the wrap up of the show um, this past year and It's so interesting because from like a character development standpoint, it really kind of went in a direction that I didn't really see coming. And I appreciated it so much because it was such a, um, there was sort of one character that you sort of only saw in kind of a two dimensional way. And in the third season, they really brought him into more of a three dimensional. Um, My appreciation for the, the relationship between these two characters, Sarah Lancaster and the, it's the bad guy in the show. Um, It just went to like a totally different place. So I highly, highly recommend Happy Valley. And just a quick funny story about Happy Valley. I love the show so much. One time I was on a work trip. I was in Belgium, I think it was. And probably you're always in Belgium. (laughs) (laughs) I was in my hotel room late at night. I was bored to tears, couldn't sleep. And I turned the TV on and started flipping around and Happy Valley came on. It was in French and I couldn't understand a word of it. But I watched it for like an hour, even (laughs) though I couldn't understand anything they were saying. Because I knew it, and I just enjoyed the show so much that I didn't even mind that they were speaking a foreign language. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely one of the shows you told me about before, and sounds really interesting. Yeah. I'm interested to watch that one. Um, my next one is so cheesy, and I can't believe I'm saying this is one of my top five shows like for people to hear that I love this show, but I'm, I'm unashamed. I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> Dawson's Creek. Oh, I love I the Creek. Love Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Like, I can't even talk about it. It's so good. I watched it, I think, in seventh grade. I think, I think the first so, time too. I watched it. I've rewatched since. And I don't know. Like, the characters are so... Pacey is, like, 
one of my favorite television characters of all time. I love him. I love Jen. Michelle Williams, like, her performance on that show was just so good. Fantastic. Yeah, like, Dawson and Joey are so annoying, but I love them too. (laughs) And it's a really good show. Another one that my mom recommended to me. And I'm so sad they took it off Netflix. I think it's on max now i think it might be i definitely saw it on one of the streaming platforms that we have but that was a case of what can you watch at this age that you're going to appreciate that's going to be fun and and in truth when that show originally came out i was too old for it i wasn't really the demographic for it Mm -hmm. um but i ended up watching it because i had like a long stretch of time where i was kind of not um working for a particular reason I won't get into it but I was home for like four or five weeks or something like that and this was before you know DVRs or streaming or anything (laughs) like that and um it was it came on like USA or something like that like two episodes back to back every morning Monday through Friday and so I just got hooked on it and even though I was in my like early thirties at the time, I loved it so much. And just like you, I'm team Pacey. Yes. How can you not be? No spoilers, but you know, I think as someone who's in high school, like it's really unrealistic because they just say and do anything they want. And so anytime I have something (laughs) scary to do, I think you texted me this when I was like having a situation. If there's something that I don't feel brave enough to do or something that I need to be outgoing for, I just pretend like I'm on Dawson's Creek and I do it. I think that's a life philosophy we can all subscribe to. True. Okay, next one for me is another British crime show. Well, I say it's a crime show. It it is about solving crimes, but these are very character-driven shows. This is one of the reasons why I love British television, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that more on another podcast, because I know Amy really loves British TV as well, but um, Endeavor which is the name of the detective. And this is a series that actually started like back in the eighties, I think with this same character as an older detective who was more at the end of his career. And there was a whole series with him that age. And then there was another series that came out when he was um, like, sort of mid-career but Endeavor is although it's the newest one it's about him as a young detective just starting out and I think it had like nine seasons and it finished up this year much to my sadness because I will miss that show so much Um, but it's set in Oxford in England which is just a magical place on its own you've been there and um so anyway I definitely highly recommend it I if I had to rank these this one could very easily be at the top of my list so we didn't rank them because it was too hard it was way too hard (laughs) okay my next one is and I can't believe you haven't seen the show you have to watch it I'm gonna make you watch it soon it's The Good Place oh yes this show like I sobbed at the end of it it was so good and I just think I don't know like the cast is so endearing and interesting to watch Kristen Bell stars in it okay um and it's kind of about like this afterlife that they have set up and it's just such a beautiful story it's funny too so it's not too like 
dark i am someone where like if i'm gonna watch a tv show there does have to be some sort of comedic aspect to it i can't just watch one that's like a complete drama yeah yeah it's i won't say too much about it because i want you to watch it um all right next up we're on number four so this is another (laughs) there's a theme (laughs) this is another (laughs) british show um one of my one of my other favorite actresses is this woman called nicola walker and she stars in the show called Unforgotten. And it's a detective story, but they focus on like um, crimes that are cold cases um, that, you know, are from quite the distant past. So most of the time there aren't very many people that are still around at, that um, can give like, you know, eyewitness accounts or anything like that. So they're sort of doing a little bit more digging in terms of the detective work associated with it. But I love this one because, again, there's a really great partnership between her and her partner. And um, they also just, you know, the character development, again, is fantastic. So the fifth season just came out. And I think there's only a couple episodes that are available yet. Usually these British shows, the seasons are very short. There's like four to six episodes max. It's not like a Law & Order SVU where you're going to get like 20 episodes in a season. But they're also longer episodes. So it's almost like a little mini movie every time you sit down to watch it. So it's very um, digestible in terms of time, though, I guess is my point. So Unforgotten... High on the list. Definitely recommend. My last TV show in my top five. And I think if I had to rank them, this would be number one. Ooh, you know what it, it I is. I Because I, I haven't said it yet. Gilmore Girls. Oh, My favorite. It's just like, it's my only like comfort show, I would say. Like people talk about having shows that they can just rewatch and rewatch. And like, I'm not a huge rewatcher when it comes to the TV shows and movies. But this show, I'm on my third rewatch of it yeah (laughs) I watch it every year around like school fall time just because I don't know like I know I'm gonna like it every time Mm -hmm. the characters are so well written like I think the writing in the show is so smart because Rory and Lorelai it's like a theme recently especially on TikTok to like be like oh they're so annoying and they have so many flaws but I think that's what makes the show so interesting is like they don't romanticize these characters too much or make them seem so perfect like they're annoying and, and that's they, what makes it good right because you see that they're human and right. they make mistakes like and the they... characters are so real even though they're characters I, I just love them and all the little people in the town are like yeah this is my favorite <laughs> I love that show <laughs> it's cute I never watched it when it first came out but I watched it before you started watching it because you weren't old enough and mm-hmm. I really liked it too I thought it was great yeah so I'm glad it's on your list um mm-hmm. let's see my last one is an HBO series, an HBO original series. Um, this came out, gosh, I'm not sure when. It was quite a while ago. It's um, True Detective. So there have been, I think, three seasons of True Detective. The first season with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson is my favorite. It was fantastic. The subsequent seasons, a little questionable. <laughs> not as good. But what I'm excited about is in 2024, because it's been years since they've had a new series, they're coming out with a new season of True Detective, and I believe Jodie Foster is starring, and she may come up on my list a little bit later in a different category. Interesting. (laughs) 
So we'll see. But I'm very excited about the new season of True Detective. Hopefully it'll live up to all my expectations. Yay. Okay, that's it for TV shows. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Oh, do you have honorable mentions? I have a couple honorable oh, mentions. Please I'll speed through them mentions. very quickly. Yeah. This is super hard for me. My first one is Veep, which is a comedy. It's an HBO show. It's Veep is like for vice president. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it is Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who most people know as Elaine from Seinfeld. She stars. It is the most hilarious, absolutely completely and totally inappropriate (laughs) show you'll ever watch but I love it it's so smart and funny um it's it's about her being the vice president of the United States it's a it's a comedy there are many great characters it's fantastic my other one is uh my other honorable mention is the Sopranos I can't not oh, mention The I Sopranos. I really want to watch that show. Also an HBO original series starring James Gandolfini and many other wonderful actors. Uh, just a fantastic show. Most people have heard of The Sopranos. Okay, our next category is songs. This one was the hardest for me, I think. I, If you know me, you know how much I love music. And I think my what I'm listening to every day and every month like changes so drastically. So these are just, yeah, these are... This was the hardest category for me to make a list for. Yeah, this one was tough for me, too. I love music as well, and I think I definitely... There's some staples on my list, but I could have 30, 40, 50, 60. It would be easy to come up with my top 100. No, same. (laughs) All right, so my first one is Leave On by Elton John. Um, I love Elton John. It's hard to pick a favorite out of his, you know, catalog of music, but... Leave On has always been one of my favorites, and um, Abby's probably heard it in the car like 982,000 times. <laughs> um, my first one is, and I think this one will surprise you, like a lot, actually, Ooh. is Say a Little Prayer by Dionne Warwick. Ah. I love that song. It makes me feel so, like, safe I, when I listen to it. I don't know. There's something, like, comforting about that song, which yeah. is weird, because, like, that's not what it's about, and I think of, like... Glee and yeah. my best friend's wedding every yeah. time I listen to it and I don't know I love that song so it's much. It's a great one yeah, it really is. Alright my next one is Kiss Me by Ed Sheeran. Mm. It could have been Kiss Me I by Sixpence on the Richer which that I also great. love. That almost made my list. Yeah but no Kiss Me is very romantic and it's just I don't know I, I love it it has a special place in my heart. My next one is She's Always a Woman by Billy Joel. Um, I grew up listening to Billy Joel. It's kind of like sentimental for me because my dad loved Billy Joel and that song it like makes me cry whenever I can't listen to it. Yeah. Um, It's so beautifully written. The lyrics in that song are amazing. I it love is. She's Always a Woman. That's a very um kind of gets you right in your heart that one. Yeah. I love it. You're crying just talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm stopping. Um, all right, next up for me, Someone Like You by Adele. Oh, good one. Um, I, I really love Adele. I do have a short list, though, of, like, favorites of hers. I shouldn't say that because it's not a popular opinion, but on most of her albums, I have, like, two songs that I can't live without, and the rest I'm kind of like, eh. So, no comment because the Adele. Thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love Adele, though. But someone like you, definitely at the top of my Adele favorites. My next one is 
Dial Drunk by Noah Khan. I need to play it for you because you would. Yeah. I think you'd like Noah Khan. Um, he recently has like come up in in the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite word, by the way. <laughs> He's a really great lyricist. I think his voice is like so pretty. And I know Dial Drunk for all the Noah Khan fans out there probably makes me sound like a fake fan because it's one of his most basic songs, but it's basic for a reason. It's amazing. You can love it. All right, next up for me, I had to pick something by the Beatles. I had a hard time narrowing it down, but I landed on Here Comes the Sun. And this is a sentimental one. I think um, for me and probably for my parents because this was a song that my sister really loved as a little kid and would always dance to. So whenever it comes on, it always reminds me of my sister, Laura. It's a really good one. Um, My next one is Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridgers. (gasps) Abby, I almost put that one on my list. Really? Yes. I'm so glad I got you converted to a a Phoebe Bridgers fan. (laughs) Phoebe Bridgers, her voice is so magical. The lyrics in that song are amazing. I love Phoebe Bridgers. I write songs, and I feel like my songs are in that same in that vein. same vein. Like I, think I write so too. stylistically similar to her, I guess. Yeah, great song. Great and it song. just like picks up. I like want to dance to it and cry to it at the same yeah. time. Every time you're in the car with me and you take over DJing mm-hmm. and you play that song, I'm so happy. <laughs> Because I, I love it, but I honestly, be, I mean, it's a younger person's, you know, song, I, yeah. I suppose. I mean, maybe that's not I'm really the right way to phrase it. I'm surprised almost made your list. I really didn't think that it, you liked it that I much. I really like it a lot. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, last one for me is Fast Car by Tracy oh, Chapman. I can't believe, wait, that didn't make my list, but it should definitely be on it. I love yeah, that song. It's so good. It breaks my heart every time. Yes. Um, I don't know why that um is something that you would want to listen to over and over again something that breaks your heart but <laughs> like I'm screaming and crying looking at the lyrics but I'm also like dancing weirdly right the chorus. <laughs> it's true what's your last one? Oh, my last one I had to put a Taylor Swift song on here Taylor Swift is difficult for me because she's like probably one of my favorite artists of all time I listen to her constantly but she has so many songs where it's like I love her and her music but there isn't like a ton of songs are like my favorite songs of all time if that makes sense it because does. they're all just like so good it's hard to pick but my favorite is cowboy like me love that love so it so good it's production on that song is part of it the vocals on that song i think are some of her best and now you hang from my lips like the gardens of babylon I are mean, you are you on. kidding like that's that's writing that is so. writing well you know i like um taylor for her lyrics and lots of other reasons, too. But yes. um, I didn't have her in my top five, but I did have an honorable mention for All Too Well. Oh, And yes. not the 10-minute version. Maybe oh. not a, a popular opinion. Yeah, very unpopular I opinion, prefer actually. the way it... Not... not um, I'm going to say the original, but I mean Taylor's version of the original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put me in that category. Um, I love that song, Red is one of my favorite of her albums, which I know, again, is maybe not a popular opinion. (laughs) Um, But All Too Well was on my honorable mentions. Also, Better Man by Pearl Jam. 
Ooh, that's a really good one. And Half a World Away by R.E.M. I struggled with my top five because there are so many. I had, you know, Dixie Chicks, Dave Matthews, Fleetwood Mac. Like, it's so hard. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> get my love of music from my parents, I think. And so, yeah, I can understand why it's also a hard topic for you. We'll have to have another episode about the um, Fleeman family road trip radio roundup. Rock what and do we radio call it? road trip roundup. Rock and radio yes. road trip roundup, yeah. Topic for another day. <laughs> We've done TV shows. We've done songs. Let's talk stores. This is a hard one for me, not because I couldn't narrow it down, but because I hate shopping. Me too. I'm not a shopper. I don't think either one of us are by nature. It's like I go just to get what I need and get out. Yeah. Um, but I do have a few that I actually like to just browse in. And my first one is Food Love Market. Yes. In Rhode Island, (laughs) which is a gourmet food store that was down the street from our vacation house that that we rented. So random to anyone listening, but yes, Food Love Market, if you know, you know. If you know, you know, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that should have been on mine. My first one is going to be Ulta. Ah. Um, I... Okay, this is actually really unpopular. I feel like most people prefer Sephora to Ulta. Sephora, I feel like, is more for the beauty gurus and people who are really good at makeup. And Ulta is more for common folk like me who <laughs> have, common folk. <laughs> who have struggled a bit in their makeup journey. And Ulta's been there every step of the way. <laughs> well, they're guiding you right because you look amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. My next one is a little local shop that... We we live near a little town here in Texas that has kind of an old-timey little downtown square. And this store used to be called Gray Living when we first moved here. And it's kind of like a home decor shop. It's changed hands, and it's now called Birds and Words, which <laughs> is really cute. Um, again, it's like little, you know, home little tchotchkes, candles, little decorative things, and... I love it because over the years, um, I've been gifted some fun little things from that shop that kind of are here, there, and everywhere around our house. So it feels very much incorporated into our family aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> My next one is kind of general. It's not like really one store, but I love a farmer's market. Ah, But that on there, um, where we used to live in D.C., there were like a lot of farmer's markets, but we went to one in particular and we would get bread and crepes and yeah. like fruit and we would they would have like jewelry stands and i love going to farmer's markets we used to get those macaroons great. with the chocolate on them yes. yeah and when i went to the summer before my freshman year of high school i went to california with my friend and they had a farmer's market there and it was so pretty and they had like italian food Ooh. and they had like a plant stand that was like one of my favorite ones i've been to yeah i love a farmer's market that's a good one Uh, My next one is also a local store. I don't think it's a chain. I could be wrong about that. Um, It's called Read Between the Lines. It's kind of a paper store, card store, gift store. Um, It's actually a tiny little place, but I just love going in there because they have like notebooks and pens and fun little games. And it's just a fun place to kind of like pop into and see what's new that they've found on their I imagine their travels where they're going around like looking for amazing, cute, fun things to put in their shop. (laughs) Yeah, that place is so cute. My next one is the only clothing store on this list, actually. Um, Free People. Ah. Which 
is interesting because like I don't own a lot from free people I think a lot of their pieces are really pretty but they're also so unique that it's like hard to find one that is wearable for like every day but just Mm -hmm. like going to the store it's always so like aesthetically pleasing yeah there's definitely a vibe yeah Yeah. and I get a lot of my cutest clothes from free people I love that place and their activewear I can't even talk about it it's so good (laughs) I think your sister is stealing it right um yeah (laughs) all right my next one is a shop that I discovered with a very good friend of mine when we were on a trip in Dublin Ireland it's called Avoca, oh. and it's um, a very, like, gifty kind of boutique store, but it was unique because they had, like, one floor with a lot of gift items and, you know, like, sort of Irish things like wool scarves and, you know, just beautiful colors, but also just really fun, like, funny little, like, tea sets with, like, hilarious sayings on them and <laughs> Um, at, at the time that we went, it was um, it was actually in March, so Easter was coming up soon, and they had tons of like bunnies and cute little um, like chocolate pigs and stuff like for Easter <laughs> coming up. I don't know, but what was cool about it was they had that on one floor, and then upstairs they had a really cute little cafe. And we had a delicious Irish breakfast up there one morning. And I've just always thought, I just can't wait until I can go back to that store someday. Because I loved it so much. And it's not any, it, we don't have it in the U.S. Yeah. So, it was cool. I love that. I haven't heard you talk about that before. Um, my next one is, and I think this might surprise you, Trader Joe's. Oh, I, I didn't know. Joe's. I haven't been to a Trader Joe's in so long. I really want to go. I just think like off-brand like grocery store. It's just, it's really <laughs> cute in there. I love Trader I don't have that much more to say about it. I just yeah. love Trader Joe's. I haven't been there very often because we don't have one super close to our house. Yeah, it's pretty far away. Yeah, but it's worth the trip though. Because yeah. you get some cool stuff there. Mm-hmm. Okay, my last one is also another store that we don't have in the U.S., but that I love that I found in London. London called Kath Kitston and it's kind of a um, they have like bags but they also have some clothes and just like trendy little gifty things but what I love about it is they have these the most beautiful patterns and colors um, I think I got you like a wallet from there yeah. and I got Sadie a little cute little like mini backpack that had like the um, there's a book series that's like Mr. and Mrs. or it's like Mr. Happy, yes. Mrs. Grumpy, whatever. And um, it had those characters on it. It's just super fun. It's just totally frivolous and fun. Yeah, I always get compliments on that wallet from Kath Kitson. <laughs> okay, my last one is famously one of my favorite stores, I think. Barnes & Noble. Oh, yeah. Is an experience within itself. Which <laughs> is <was just> so <laughs> dramatic to say. I love Barnes & Noble. I love reading. So it's just fun to go to, like, get books and stuff. Um, but also, like, they have a Starbucks of the one that I go to. And there's, like, a music section. And you can get records. And I love vinyls and stuff. And it, I just think the general environment there is so comforting to me. And one day, because I don't have my driver's license yet, but when I can drive and go myself, I just want to, like, sit in there and, like, read Hang a book. Out. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> and if I could ever work there, I would love to. Yeah. Barnes & Noble is so interesting because I can kind of remember when it first started to be a thing, and it was very different with the idea that, you know, they set up little areas so people do stay and, and sit down there, and read. Right? I did work there briefly. I worked in the music section, 
And I loved it because it was close to Christmas time. So they had like all the new Christmas CDs out and I would just sit back there and listen to music all day long. But yeah, Barnes and Noble's fantastic. And all the employees are always like ready to give you recommendations. Mm-hmm. I haven't done this yet, but I want to go and just like ask for like a random book recommendation and get it. Yeah. Okay. Next topic. Movies. Another really tough one. Tough for us for different reasons, because you have so many that you love, and I have yet to... I want to be a person that, like, watches films and, like, <laughs> is a film girl, but I I don't know. I just haven't seen that many movies. I want to watch more movies. I just yeah. don't... I mean, you've given me so many. I just need to sit down and watch movies. But Well, I think it's another, again, to go back to the theme of age and content. You're mm-hmm. getting now to where there's like a whole world opening up for what you'll be able to enjoy and appreciate. Definitely. So, um, okay, I'm going to let you start this one off because I'm so curious about okay. what's on your list. My first one... I don't know how strongly I feel. Actually, I do feel strongly about this movie. The Sound of Music. Love, love, love. So good. Julie Andrews' voice is gorgeous. I love that movie. And we have kind of a funny story with this movie. We watch it every year at Christmas while we're making cookies, even Mm -hmm. though it's not a Christmas movie. I don't know how that came about. (laughs) But yeah, it's so long, I think. But I love every second of it. And it always cracks me up when it gets to the intermission because it actually says intermission on the screen. too which is I don't know why that's there but yeah yeah. no that's a really good one that one almost made my list too um my first one I've talked about it before on the pod it's another um throwback and why I mentioned uh that I would talk about Jodie Foster again on my list Mm. The Silence of the Lambs your favorite it is just an incredible movie and I think it's also just one of those movies that came out at a time in my life that it reminds me of a certain era And it kind of helped, you know, shape what some of my interests were already starting to be and just made me even more interested and intrigued by the whole, um, you know, crime detective genre, I guess you could say. So I remember when I was younger, I used to think it was called like the cry of the sheep or something, (laughs) (laughs) which it's not that. That's so funny. And I thought it was about like sheep. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know what it's about. I thought it was about like a group of sheep. There, well, I mean, there is, there is something about a sheep in it, which is how it gets its name. Yeah. But it's very, um, uh, it's a very, 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 very small part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my next one is Clueless. Um, I love a good 90s rom-com. I just think they're so, like, they're always fun. And I know I'm going to have fun every time I watch one. Clueless is my favorite. I just think it's, like, even though it's a rom-com, I think it's smart. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And um, Alicia... Silverstone is that her name Mm -hmm. so good love her yeah and the guy from Scrubs is also in that movie that's right you get a little Turk Mm -hmm. Turk. (laughs) Clueless is a good one um my next one is the Shawshank Redemption which you also have not seen but I know the ending too it's been spoiled yeah (laughs) it's such a powerful story and uh it's another one that was one of daddy and I's favorites but I it's just if you watch that movie and you're not moved by it, you're a monster. You're dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> I feel strongly about it. Okay. <laughs> I have no opinion because I haven't seen it. My next one is The Outsiders. Oh, love it. I had, well, I read the book in sixth grade and then watched the movie. And then the next year it was assigned to me as like a school book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just 
fell in love with that movie. Do it for Johnny. I say that every day. Like, um, yeah. Oh, the soda pop Curtis of it all. You are all about soda pop Curtis. What's well, it's really Pony Boy that I was crazy about because I was obsessed. Oh, Pony Boy. I'm thinking Pony Boy. Yeah, yes. but it's so funny because your sister is reading it now. Yes, for we her, have to watch the movie with her. And her um, seventh grade English, I think they just finished it like last week. Mm-hmm. And she feels just as strongly about it as you and I do. I think Dally was my first crush ever. Maybe. I was in love with him the first minute he walked on the screen. I mean, how could you Almost not? Almost everyone Matt in Dillon. that movie I was in love with. As well, as I mean, it screen. didn't hurt that they got like some of the most gorgeous guys to play they in really this movie. Did. Like, I don't know. <laughs> the casting team was going off on that movie. But in fairness, all three of us read the book before we watched the movie. Yes. And we were already in love with it before we saw all right. the cute boys. Like the story speaks for itself. <laughs> That's it's right. That. That's right. Um, next for me is maybe a little surprising. I don't think you'll know what this movie is, but it's Black Hawk Down, which is a military movie. It's an action movie. It's um, about... I won't get into it to explain the whole thing. Research it if you're interested. I definitely recommend this movie. It's about... Um, a confrontation that the U.S. military had in Mogadishu. It's hard to watch because of some of the things that happen, but um, the story is just so compelling. It's a true story. Obviously, it's dramatized for the movie. It's not a documentary. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the performances in it are really strong, and it's just very moving. Out of the realm a little bit of what I normally would think of as my favorites but anytime I think of what my favorite movies are I can't help but that one always comes up my next one is the princess bride I have watched this movie since I was really little it's so funny (laughs) I have so many one-liners from this movie that we say all the time my name is Aniga Montoya you kill my father prepare (laughs) Prepare to die die. (laughs) the six fingers the six fingered man six-fingered man yes Yes. yeah great movie it's fantastic Mm -hmm. I I loved the princess bride when I was younger and I think I'd recommended it to you is probably how you ended up watching it the first time um but yeah the one-liners I mean I do not think that means what you think it means (laughs) (laughs) that uh, uh, there's so many things to love about the princess bride Mm -hmm. and it's it was one of my honorable mentions oh well so I'm glad you brought it up we're just so in sync like that I guess um my next one I think I I cry when I watch this movie I scream when I watch this movie enrages me and it's I'm just in love with the characters at the same time it's the color purple the original movie was my first exposure to it it's based on a book um I didn't read the book before I saw the movie but I know that it's become a musical, and now they're coming out with a musical movie. Fantasia. With Fantasia and Barina. Um, so I am really, really looking forward to seeing it. I've never seen the musical, um, but I just... You haven't seen The Color Purple, no, right? No, I haven't. I've listened to some of the music from the musical. We should see the, the movie together that's coming out soon, because there's yeah. a song in it called I'm Here. I don't know the story... I haven't seen the movie. I cried the first time I heard that song. Oh. It's so moving. Yeah, is, do you think it's, it. is it like a new one just for the movie or is it part of like no, the original the show? Oh, it's okay. from the musical. Cynthia Erivo, it's Cynthia Erivo who's going to play Elphaba and Wicked. Okay. She was the original person to sing it in the musical oh. and her voice and her emotion and that song is 
it's beautiful. Yeah, it's crazy. The color purple is just so, uh, it just stirs up all the emotions. Uh, again, it's one of those movies where I'm like, if you watch it and you don't feel anything, something's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my last one I feel so strongly about. It's my favorite movie ever. And Uh-oh. I think about it probably every single day of my life. <gasps> Little Women, Greta Gerwig's Little Women from 2019 with Florence Pugh. <laughs> I like so good so good I remember I first saw it in like fifth grade I have never been so attached to a movie before like the scene every scene with Amy Mm -hmm. I just feel like so connected to and I want to like scream on her behalf and (laughs) it's so good and anyone who thinks that Joe and what's his name Lori. Joe and Lori were like made for each other and it makes no sense that he went to Amy. Did not watch the same movie as me because (laughs) that is like the worst opinion ever. But yeah, that movie is so good. And I think just as someone who is like a girl, like just what it says about girlhood and being a woman and Joe specifically, like her journey as a writer, I think is so like inspiring and also it's funny, mm-hmm. dramatic. It's all the things you could want in a movie at once. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. Absolutely. It's incredible. And I the, I was attached to the Winona Ryder version. Yeah. And because it was also very good. But the Greta Gerwig version blew me away. And like stylistically... It's such a gorgeous movie, too, mm-hmm. to look at, especially in their future, like Amy in Paris and stuff, and when they're, like, in the grass. and Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My last one is Walk the Line, Ooh, which is the Johnny Cash and June Cash biography, I guess you would call it. Um, it's obviously, you know, it's not a documentary. It's... A- dramatized it's Joaquin Phoenix and uh, Reese Witherspoon that play the main characters and I always uh, sort of you know I appreciate Johnny Cash but I once I saw this movie it just really touched my heart the relationship between the two of them and kind of the way it evolves and the troubles that they um, face together as a couple it's just a beautiful movie I I Anytime I see it, um, you know, I always want to turn it on. (laughs) No, it's great. The music is great, but the performances are just so touching. I think it's, it's, um, it's definitely one of my favorites. Do you have any honorable mentions? I don't. Okay. I could not help myself. I do have a couple. You already talked about the princess bride. Um, my other honorable mentions are Shakespeare in love, Mm. which is, just a really fun movie. It's very smart. Um, I definitely recommend checking that one out. Goodwill Hunting, which is the Matt Damon, Ben Affleck um, movie that kind of brought them onto the scene, although they had you know been in other small things before that, I think. Um, the uh, Robin Williams performance in that movie is just breathtaking. So really, really good. And it's in Boston. I love Boston. Ooh, you know I love Boston. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, my last honorable mention is Mystic River. I can't. I just, Sean Penn, whatever you think about Sean Penn, I know he's controversial. His performance in that movie just took my breath away. All There are really strong performances across the board in it. 
Um, Kevin Bacon is in it. Tim Robbins, who's also in Shawshank Redemption. I'm sure I'm forgetting other amazing people that are in it too. Um, it's a really hard movie to watch just because of the content. Um, but the Sean Penn performance is just, I don't remember if he won an award for it. Is that the one where he's like, is that my daughter in there? I've seen clips of that movie. I've seen that clip. Mm -hmm. I didn't even watch the full movie and it was so heartbreaking. It just breaks your heart. Is that my daughter in there? Oh man, I can't take it. I'm starting to cry right now. On a lighter note, this has been so fun. This has been fun. honestly, like in the zeitgeist, we've been talking for so long. This is probably such a long episode. And we've been saying pop culture things. I don't know if we need to do it as that guy. Probably not. Yeah. We've already covered it. Bye. Bye. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us and give us a good rating wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Hush My Mouth Pod. Bye. Bye. Hush my mouth. I won't be able to. <laughs> um, hush. I can't do it. <laughs>